The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we welcome back Dr. Lee Aaron Keneally to discuss diabetes. Over 100 million Americans are diabetic or pre-diabetic, so stay tuned for some valuable information on what you can do about it. Later, we'll tell you what's new at Mother's and give you a chance to win a $100 gift card. So listen carefully to the code word this week. First up, we're pleased to welcome back one of the foremost authorities when it comes to maintaining a healthy body. Lee Erin Keneally, MD, has been practicing medicine for almost 25 years. She's the founder and medical director of the Center for New Medicine located in Irvine, California, as well as a medical advisor for Perfectly Healthy Products. And we welcome you back to the Mother's Radio Show. Thank you, Kim. It's great to be back. Why don't you fill our audience a little on our on your mission and work before we get to this show's topic, Dr. Keneally? Yeah, our mission at the center and my personal mission is to educate and empower individuals and their families to live the most productive, optimal, functional functional life, feeling great with lots of energy and a zest for life. Wonderful. Well, today we're talking about diabetes and a condition that affects the body's ability to use blood sugar for energy. And according to the American Diabetes Association, 8% of the U.S. population has diabetes. It's amazing. And that's over 23 million people. So, Dr. Keneally, who is most affected by diabetes? Well, all of us now. And I'll tell you a startling statistic. Uh, From the year 2000, every child born from the year 2000, one in three will be diabetic. So... The problem is, you said 8% of the population. It's probably more, a little bit more than that, Kim. And number two, 50% of the people who have diabetes don't know they have it. Then about 75% of the population, I believe, suffers from pre-diabetes or metabolic syndrome, or syndrome X, we kind of call it all one of those things, so pre-diabetes. And in fact, it's kind of interesting. This year, 2011, about probably a couple months ago, maybe three months ago, the labs changed their normal values of blood sugar. And the normal way you check a diabetic is doing a test called the hemoglobin A1C. Now, the hemoglobin A1C is a reflection an average of your blood sugar over 90 days. And that cutoff number used to be 6.0. And if you talk to any diabetic, they you'll say, okay, what is your hemoglobin A1C? Because the doctor always talks to them about that. And so they'll be able to tell you. And now the cutoff is normal as being 5.6. Hmm. So the just like cholesterol, remember cholesterol? No one ever talked about cholesterol. And then the number, this, the normal was this number, and then the normal became this number. So it's become tighter and tighter and tighter. What is ideal and optimal? But when we talk about blood sugar, though, elevated blood sugar in your body damages every single cell in the body. Hmm every cell, brain cells, liver cells, kidney cells, heart cells, immune cells, every cell. So that is why it is critical that we have optimal blood sugar levels. And so diabetes of big concern, children, adults, every age, and it's increasing at pandemic proportions. 
Before we get started with a couple of questions, you kind of had me at hello, first of all, but uh, in the very beginning, you mentioned that at that 8%, which is on the rise, but some people have diabetes without even knowing it. So how do you have it without knowing it? And what are, what are the symptoms? Well, that's a great question. A lot of times people have it, they just don't know because if it's pre-diabetes or real early diabetes, Kim, you may not feel it. Like you feel a broken arm, you feel a headache, you feel pain, different pain, but elevated blood sugar, you don't feel. That's why most people are not diagnosed. And so what would be the symptoms? Well, fatigue is the biggest symptom of elevated blood sugar. Then the other symptoms if if you're excessively hunger, hungry, or if you crave sweets, if you are uh, sluggish after eating, especially after eating, you notice like some people say, well, gosh, when I eat lunch, about an hour later, I'm just like ready to take a nap. Mm. Well, that's classic Mm. elevated blood sugar. If you urinate more than usual, that's a sign. If you're excessively hungry, that's another sign. If you are um, have hormonal problems, that's another sign. So, the, the, and the signs are not overt. That's the problem is that they're very subliminal. And then we learn to accommodate and adapt to this new person that we are not as functioning as optimal. We'll say, oh, okay, I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. And so people are always amazed when they start changing the biochemistry of their body to healthy, optimal levels. They go, gosh, I never realized how bad I really felt yeah, yeah. because now I'm feeling so much better. Right. Okay. That's what I was wondering because everybody has a sign, the classic signs of... And brain fog. Uh, let's talk about that. Brain fog is another big symptom of elevated blood sugar. Mm-hmm. So there's, but they're not obvious and overt like a headache and a broken arm or acute pain from something, Kim. So that's why people in our clinic, every man, woman, and child is evaluated for pre-diabetes and diabetes because it affects the body in such powerful ways and and really predisposes you to all these other disease processes. Can you turn it around or prevent diabetes once you're diagnosed with it? Absolutely. You can completely cure your diabetes if you really want to know the truth. And people don't realize that. And there's so many things on the market now. But it first and begins and starts with your diet. Mm -hmm. And your diet is everything for every disease process, whether you're talking about diabetes or Alzheimer's or hypertension or high cholesterol. Your diet is everything. So uh, what is the ideal diet for diabetes? Well, it's interesting because lots of studies have been around on lots of thought processes. And if you look at the American Diabetes Association, you will see their recommendations. But those recommendations are, are probably pretty erroneous recommendations, unfortunately, because it is not, unfortunately, uh, preventing or curing their diabetes. But I've had many, many a patient cure themselves from diabetes. And so the most optimal diet is eating foods basically in their most original form. So zucchini, tomatoes, onions, garlic, kale, spinach, broccoli, cabbage, foods that foods that are going to aren't going to basically nutritionalize the body and you get all the plant chemicals, the intelligence of those plants are just amazing. Plus they have no sugar. There's no sugar in those plants. They have good sugars, but sugars that don't elevate your blood sugar and don't elevate the insulin levels. 
So the predominant, I'd say 50% of your food plate needs to be these wonderful plants, organic, if at all possible. Then you have to have good fats. You have to have good fats because fats kind of act like a buffer to blood sugar and prevent that surge and spike of blood sugar. So fats. So what kind of fats would be great to eat? Well, olive oil, organic butter, avocados, raw nuts, grapeseed oil. Um, what other kind of fats would be good? Uh, those are the probably some of the best fats to eat. But at least 30% of the plate should be good fat. So you either cook those vegetables in that or it comes from the protein that you're going to eat that we're going to talk about next. Mm -hmm. uh, but you need 30% of that for blood, you know, maintaining good blood sugar plus having energy. Then the other part is the protein part. Now protein is meat, grass-fed beef if you can at all possible because those are lean and they have lots of omega-3s which are good fats and the essential fats of the body. Then you have chicken. Then you have fish. But we have to be careful with fish with radiation and mercury. And the most, the best fish are really the wild-caught Alaskan waters, salmon. That's probably the best. And then you have protein powders that work very good for diabetics because some diabetics are vegetarian, interestingly enough. And so, um, and then cheeses, as long as you don't have an allergy to dairy. Because if you have allergies, any kind of allergies, and I highly encourage people to get evaluation to what food allergies. When you have food allergies, it raises your blood sugar levels. You don't eat foods that don't like your that don't like you. You have to stay away from that because it causes negative uh, responses in your body. So obesity seems to be a big culprit for diabetes, but do you have to be fat to be diagnosed with type 2 diabetes? Well, that's a couple of questions. Yeah, okay. <laughs> First of all, let's talk about obesity because mm -hmm. it's interesting. I was working out a weekend or two ago, and they were talking on CNN about the incidence of obesity in adults and how, and then they went through the different states Luckily, we live in California because we have probably the, one of the lower races of obesity. But, but obesity is probably, I always tell people, just sit outside of a movie theater mm -hmm. and just count people, how many people are overweight or obese. Because obese is one thing and overweight. But probably 75 or 80% of the population has an overweight or obese problem. So that unfortunately predisposes you to diabetes and all these other diseases. Then do you have to be obese or overweight to have diabetes? No, I have plenty of patients who are 5'4", weigh 115 pounds, and who are pre-diabetic or diabetic. Mm -hmm. So we, that's why you can't judge a book by its cover. You have, to, you have to investigate, and that's the unfortunate thing with doctors. Doctors are not properly evaluating patients because it's not about being reactive and treating these problems. It's about being proactive and precise with your patients. That's what, and preventing illness. And unfortunately, doctors are trained, unfortunately, how to be reactive and how to prescribe drugs, which never solve the problem that your patient came in for. Okay, and that's very um, hereditary. 
Is that a hereditary, the diabetes? Is diabetes hereditary? I think people can have predispositions. I do. I think people can be born with weak pancreases because their mother and or dad had weak pancreases or they have other influencing factors that may predispose them. Yes, I really do because, but then I, genetics is not necessarily destiny because it's when you you eat tend to eat like your parents ate okay so it is so it's not is it the genetics or is it the familial culture that you are for example if you take indians people who are indians they have probably the highest sugar but what do they eat they eat all carbohydrate they eat all unfavorable carbohydrates so is it their genetics or is their culture is there is there you know culture and i believe more that it's people if you would just change the way you live learn from history mm-hmm. and then you can change genetics mm-hmm. totally a fair concept and and that's a very good point um okay good very interesting information and we always get on these points and it's and it's frustrating because we have to go to a break <laughs> and so we're gonna have more information we're talking about diabetes today we'll be right back looking for healthier snack options mother's market sources organic and non-gmo small batch high quality great tasting nuts dried fruits snacks and candy the goal to provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Now get vegetable fed ground thigh and ground breast meat. Now just $3.99 a pound. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows, plus download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Keneally, and we're talking about diabetes and what can you do to prevent it. Now, I read somewhere that hormones can play a part of contracting diabetes. Is that true? Hormones. Well, hormones play a, an important part in, in every part of your body. When you, don't, when you have an adequacy of hormones, it puts more stress. Let's talk about hormones. Mm-hmm. You basically have four major functions of hormones in the body. There, You have your thyroid hormones. You have your pancreas, which makes insulin and glucagon. And we have ovaries in women and testes in men, and we have adrenals hormones. And every single one of these hormones plays an important role in controlling your blood sugar. For example, if we have stress, what happens when we have stress? Well, we stress our adrenals. Adrenals are little glands that sit on top of your kidneys like little hats, and we make cortisol when we get stressed, like if we have a car accident or we just have stress from our children, our work, traffic, whatever. And so the stress causes an increased production of cortisol. Cortisol raises your blood sugar, 
then insulin from the pancreas comes in to bring the blood sugar down. So you have this chronic cortisol production and then the chronic burning out of the pancreas to make more insulin to bring the blood sugar down. So you're really inducing more diabetes, okay? Now, if guys do not have good testosterone and girls have testosterone also, that tremendously affects blood sugar. So we're talking about these young boys that don't have testosterone. And then as men age, they're in their 35, 40. I'd say a man probably starts waning on his uh, testosterone around 40. But now we're seeing this in almost all young boys and men, 20s, 25, 30-year-old men, at least in, in my practice, we're seeing that. I, most most doctors are not checking it. But testosterone has, and you can pretty much get somebody's blood sugar perfect by just optimizing their testosterone level. Then the thyroid, the thyroid gland, which is affected tremendously by toxins, the thyroid is the battery to your body. It drives the metabolism of every single cell in your body. So it is critical and, you know, it, it totally uh, balances your blood sugar levels and keeps you feeling good and your blood sugar stable and your, you know, your, your whole body feeling with uh, energy every hour of the day. And then with all the radiation that we have now today and all the toxins, that thyroid gland is very vulnerable to attack. Just like the pancreas, the pancreas, which makes the insulin. Now, insulin is the hormone that helps blood be utilized by the cells. So if you don't have good insulin levels, which is produced by the pancreas, then you are not going to have good utilization of sugar. And then if you have this chronic elevation of sugar all the time, you get what we call insulin resistance. And insulin resistance means that insulin there, but it can't for a variety of reasons due to stress, all the chemical toxins, it can, insulin cannot bring the blood sugar into the cell to be utilized by the cell. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's it, the, the hormonal concert that takes place is paramount to the body, mm -hmm. yes. Amazing, and I love the way you describe that because you make it very easy for us to understand for those of us that <laughs> didn't have that medical knowledge. So thank you for putting that all together for for us. Um, it's let's talk a little bit about the fast food change, which chains, and that is the quick fix. In other words, for for the parents that want to go through the drive the, the drive throughs, um, uh, this is kind of a, a side sidebar here. But the question is, when we see fast food chains, are they providing more nutritious meals? And what what do you think about that? I mean, I I know, <laughs> so I've well, talked to you about. This. I think that's a great question because everyone's in a hurry today. Mm -hmm. Everyone's busy, and moms moms are out there, and their child is in this practice or this function. And, and they don't have a lot of time to prepare their meals, but it really isn't that difficult to prepare meals, number one. Number two, there's lots of great healthy fast food. Because I always tell people when I see patients, I go, they, I go, so what do, where do you eat and where do you like to eat and what do you like to eat? And there are good, let's just take In-N-Out. In-N-Out's great hamburger, right? My son's absolute favorite. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> so In-N-Out, okay, eat a hamburger. Mm -hmm. And let's say it comes with a bun. You know, they have the car low carb version. Yeah, so you can get the low carb version mm -hmm. and you can get a hamburger. Let's say take half the bun off, but eat the lettuce and the tomatoes and, and the hamburger. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then let's take uh, Pollo Loco. Pollo Loco. They have that great coleslaw with a little thing of beans and a chicken breast. Great, great, you know, meal. Uh, let's take, uh, you know, a taco place. 
a taco place. You get one tortilla with the cor- the corn because that's the lowest, and corn isn't the best, but flour isn't great either. But it's better than you know some other things. And you get either chicken or one of the proteins. You put a lot of pico de gallo on it, or sometimes some of the a lot of the restaurants have uh, have cabbage uh, and lime, and you do that. Um, Carl's Jr., they have the chicken breast sandwich. You could, you could probably do the chicken breast sandwich and just take off at least the top part of the bun. Um, now at every grocery store, I, it's interesting. I was in North Hollywood a couple weeks ago, and I didn't have time to eat lunch. And so I went into the 7-Eleven, and I'm like thinking, what am I doing in here? But anyway, <laughs> um, I said, okay, because I was looking for it. So I bought green tea. I bought myself a green tea. And I found they had a little, it's interesting, even the 7-Eleven had like a little vegetable plate <laughs> and I bought some nuts. And I, okay. And you I, made it work. And I you? made it work. But I was surprised that they had lots of little things that you could buy. Yeah, they had lots of bad stuff you could buy, but there 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 was things that you could. And even the grocery stores have an organic aisle now. Yeah, they have organic aisle. They have prepared tuna fish sandwiches, chicken salad sandwiches. You can go to Trader Joe's and get an egg salad already prepared, get some healthy crackers, and and that's a meal. Mm -hmm. You can make hard-boiled. I tell people, make on Sunday, make a dozen hard-boiled eggs Mm -hmm. and an apple. Grab two hard-boiled eggs and an apple. How easy is that? Yeah. And it's all about the preparation. And that is what you really preach a lot about your preparation. Well, thinking. you got to think and you got to do a little planning. Mm -hmm. But first of all, you spend a lot of money buying food every day. Mm -hmm. You really do. You spend a lot of money buying food that you have no idea what it is and where it came from. So so I think if we just do be mindful and really try to try to there are good places now to eat I, I don't know about mcdonald's i know it's kind of interesting i was listening to the radio i think they're trying to make healthy options at mcdonald's and so i just think that um it's it's uh it's out there i think now in today's market mothers uh, has wonderful easy things already prepared Mm-hmm. That you can eat healthy. So I, I don't know any place. There's places sell wraps. Wraps are, gosh, oh, you can yeah, buy a delicious too. wrap. And it has five different vegetables with protein. I mean, you, it's all possible. Yeah. Uh, another question. What can we do so we don't, so that we don't get diagnosed with type 2 diabetes? Type 2 diabetes. I mean, again, it's about your, your preparation, but it's also what your diet is. I would right. Imagine. Well, it's your diet, but let, let's talk about it. I always talk about some basic steps to being healthy. First thing, breathe. Get oxygen into your body. Mm-hmm. Oxygen fuels and makes all the body happen. If you don't have oxygen, you're not going to live. <laughs> Number two, you've got to get a good night's sleep. Interestingly enough, probably 50% of the people out there who don't sleep have diabetes from not sleeping. Because sleeping stresses the body out. It does not allow the body to detox, regenerate, revitalize itself. So sleep, just sleep alone can cause diabetes. So get a good night's sleep, but make sure your quality of sleep is excellent and impeccable. Then water, water, water. You need to drink water. Water is the solution to pollution. Water helps buffer the body. Water helps prevent uh, illnesses. You have to drink, have your body at weight in ounces of good water, not toxic water, not water that has lots of chemicals and toxins. You've got to invest in a water maker. I don't care if it's a, a one of those pitchers. 
Uh, we in our clinic be, if, for people who don't have a lot of money we have a little $50 pitcher that people can utilize over and over they can get something that for their sink they there there are options out there inexpensive viable options for water then the food you eat you have to eat food that ha- is whole food you have to eat whole foods today you can eat foods that have been processed and pasteurized and and gone through many different processes to turn into something else. It, it, it's just not going to give you the nutritional value the, to make your biochemistry of your body work. And there is no way of getting around it. Yes, there are natural laws of the body that we just have to follow. We want to we want to do it another way, but it's just not working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, that's the age-old truth. But you're here to turn <laughs> turn it around and. I love your passion, Dr. Keneally. <laughs> well, uh, it's, we, have, we all have a responsibility to change uh, the world mm-hmm. and to make this place a better place and to be serviceable to humanity. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys are all doing it. And so that's what it's all about. And Mother's and it, its mission is really trying to really motivate people to, to do the right thing. I mean, they have lots of education. They have lots of great food. They, you know, they've been around a long time. They really try to get products with integrity. And, and we try to, try to provide information that is truthful and, and valuable to everyone listening. Well, that's excellent. And you also have a book, by the way, a new book. And congratulations. It's called Be Perfectly Healthy. That's available at Mother's Uh, Information. We um, thank you so very much. It has uh, been a pleasure talking to you about today's topic, diabetes. We thank you for your time, Dr. Keneally. We look forward to having you on again. Uh, But in the meantime, you can catch more of Dr. Keneally on her radio show, Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise. And uh, that is available satellite radio, channel 131, or visit her online at Perfectly healthy.com and we and again the book is be her be perfectly healthy it's available at mother's market we look forward to our next visit thank you thank you thanks for listening to the mother's market radio show and for shopping at mother's market the advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of mother's market and kitchen mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition